back again. Third guest day at a most. We uh not in Philly yet. No. Still here. Still. You'll catch me in the mean streets of Philadelphia soon though. Like Hopefully they'll still come on. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. A Zoom situation. If uh, if if, uh, if the CCP lets Brian in, the CCP <laughs> will let me in. <laughs> That's of course the com- communist Chinese Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a hike, but I think he can make it. It's only eight and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that drive. I'm not looking forward to that drive. <laughs> You're driving out there? Oh yeah. I, well, you gotta bring your car, I guess. Yeah, I, I need my car. I gotta bring all the like furniture and stuff. It's a whole thing. Renting a truck? No, it's just me. Me. Uh, we're gonna take two cars. Me and my my parents, and we're gonna go trucking. Sound like you're gonna say my friend, my parents, <laughs> my <laughs> my friends, mom and dad. Yeah, my friends, mom and dad. Shout out. Chain all your furniture to the back of your car and just drag just it, drag it down the freeway. Yeah. yeah. I. I I, there's a lot of things like small things that I'm realizing. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say something controversial. I think Michigan's all right as a state goes. Mm-hmm. I like it's got, it. It's got yeah. little things that are dumb, but overall, uh, I mean, you get ten cents for returning a bottle. Yeah. I would drive. I would. <laughs> me and Kramer would concoct a steam <laughs> scheme. Me and Michael Richards yeah. would drive. <laughs> um, I. I. I think, like. Typing into Google Maps something and seeing the phrase "this road has tolls" mm. causes something like primordial in me to be afraid. Yeah, and I don't know what it is because I understand like toll roads make sense. Like, yeah. Our roads here suck so bad because we refuse. Mm. But it's like there's also that little part of me that really hates it and it's frightening. Yeah, I mean the tolls aren't even that much. I don't no. think usually. I figure like I and a lot of states just have like a pass. Yeah. Or it's like you pay 50 bucks and you just go through. And and yet terrifying. Yeah. I mean like when I've rented cars in other states uh at the rental place they warn you like, "Yeah, so if you don't get the pass and you go through a toll road, like there's a magnet under the road that like uh scans your credit card in your pocket mm-hmm. and they just like charge you." Yeah. It's, that's bonkers. Yeah, there's you can like there's a couple uh, there's a couple of different ways like you can have like an account or something or you have the thing and you go through the I'm yeah. I'm it's one of those things. There's like all these tiny headaches that I try not to think about that are going to be part of my new Philadelphia life. Yeah. Uh, my the my favorite activity I have planned is I want to go to Atlantic City because it's only an hour away and yeah. I want to just be sad. Oh. I want to just go and like sing the Bruce Springsteen song the whole time I'm there mm-hmm. and like go to old Trump hotels mm-hmm. and be like, you know, WrestleMania was here once In and then sadly walk away pondering. It's mm. like, there's trash on the shore. Yeah. Presumably. Guess, think in old age, you also come to WrestleMania. <laughs> Ooh, Donald Trump. No, us. Me. You. you're going to start suffering from it. Yeah. I hope. Or Hulkamania, one of the two. I I think about, like, wrestling. They don't probably get macho madness. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I came down with a case of macho madness. <laughs> I think about that. There's, like, things I think about, and this might reflect poorly on me as a human being, where I'm like, am I still going to like this when I'm in my 40s? Mm. Like, is 
already I feel like, why do I still like wrestling? That's for that's some dumb shit. And I'm like, am I for, when I'm 40, am I going to get hype at seeing someone do a shooting star press? Mm. I mean, I hope, it's pretty impressive. I hope movie. the answer is yes, to be honest. But Dan, do you know what a shooting star press is? David, no. why don't you do one for on Dan? Right, yeah. Yeah. Dan, yeah. Dan lay down. I'm going to get to the highest surface yeah. you have here. You're yeah. going to wind up breaking your neck like Brock Lesnar did. Do you know what I'm talking about, that, Dan? No. Okay. So say this piece of bread. Say this piece of bread is a wrestler on his back. Okay. Now say, well, okay, so say this is a top turnbuckle. So this mm-hmm. is the front of the wrestler. Mm-hmm. This is him front facing. He jumps up in the air and it like kind of goes back and in midair does a backflip starting forward and lands on their opponent. Wow. Yeah. Now you may ask, what's the point of the flip? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cool. <laughs> now it's basically a reverse moonsault, which you can imagine mm-hmm. is just a backflip. A cool move, but yeah. okay. You know who hit? Oh, uh, or a four fifty splash. Now that is something amazing. So the point with all these is for both people to get extremely uh, injured. Kind of. The four fifty yeah. splash is when you jump up and then do like multiple flips and then into a splash. Yeah, that sounds hard. Uh, only like really athletic people do that one. You ever see Billy Kidman's terrible? Uh, I don't remember if he did a moonsault or a shooting star. He yeah, like he basically throws his body and like he one time almost killed Chavo Guerrero. It looked like he just kicked him right in the face. I was uh, like, oh my god! Sabu had a bad moon. I mean, I love Sabu, but he had a terrible moonsault. Yeah. It was like a like he like tilts so like yeah, that's, his that's, head that's, doesn't that's whip. Billy, that's how Billy Kidman does it. That's like how you do a bad moonsault. Like they don't jump. Yeah, jump. Is fall back. I feel like the, everyone loves the Swanton Bomb, but it, it seems like Jeff Hardy is making up for the fact that he himself cannot do a Shooting Star or a 450 Splash. Yeah, I think, I, I think he can maybe do a 450 Splash, but like, from I feel a, like I've seen him do one. Yeah. Could you do that, David? A 450 Splash? Mm-hmm. No. I, I oh. could do a Moonsault. Okay. I could do a Sabu Moonsault, which is kind of like a girl push-up, but... <laughs> <laughs> I uh I can't even dive into a swimming pool and you expect me to be able to jump off of a rope onto a person. Mm. Yeah, it's not it's crazy cuz it's not that high of a a thing. Like it's one thing when someone does like off a 20 foot ladder or something. Yeah. Like you get a lot of ha- I mean even that's kind of impressive, but like I don't know. And it's when it went like when big dudes do it, that's even crazy. Kurt Angle? Kurt, Perk Angle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, good old Kurt Angle. I watched. He's I watched, the greatest of all time. I'll uh, say it. He's my favorite wrestler. I, I won't disagree with anyone who says that. I think that's a very good argument. Wait, why'd you call him Perk Angle? Because he had a run after Percocet. he left. Yeah, I think he got fired from uh, WWE. Or he no, was, he quit. He, he wanted. Quit. He, he felt they weren't using him properly in WWE. So he, yeah, he left WWE and went to TNA, the uh, bas- the the Italian bastard second string promotion <laughs> at the time. Yeah. I don't even think they're the sec- AEW's. Now AEW. Uh, no, well, TNA is now no longer TNA because it's that in- name was created by Vince Russo. <laughs> if you're wondering, Dan, it stands for Total Nonstop Action. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Not. Uh, not tits and ass. <laughs> tits and ass wrestling. Um, so Perk Perk Angle went to um, TNA, where he went on a pretty he went on a hot streak, right? He, he was, was like, great. He was awesome. He like he kept having angles where, <laughs> but dumb, where his wife was like cheating on him, and like he was he was just a monster. Like his gimmick was he was a legit guy who would 
beat the crap out of you and he could back it up like you believed it yeah he was just going beast just like doing shit that like vincent man probably wouldn't want him doing yeah. like just backflips crazy spots stuff he didn't need to do but he was just doing it yeah uh but naturally because uh he's a wrestler like both amateur and professional and he had injuries in the past his neck just started giving up on him yeah he mm. won in 1996 he's actually a legitimate like olympic wrestler and he like won the gold medal with a broken neck before becoming oh, a professional wrestler, yeah. and uh, how do you, what happened when they put the metal on him? <laughs> <laughs> just he just fell over. <laughs> yeah, he. It, that's one of those things too, where you would think that would be like a really compelling story, mm-hmm. but amateur wrestling makes no sense to me. And instead of a man with a broken neck suplexing someone, they just kind of are cuddling on the ground <laughs> and then they cheer when he wins. And you're like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it's like if you've ever watched snooker. Uh, that's a mm. that's a sport where I, I have like, what the hell's going on? cricket. I have a friend who is trying to like undermine him winning a like it, the idea that him winning a gold medal with a broken neck is like it's not impressive because he shouldn't have done it. And it's like no, no that's you're completely wrong. That's it's like you could have died. Impressive. It's like yeah, that's the whole that's point. That's why it's impressive. Are you gonna look at Isaiah Thomas winning a, a playoff series with a broken ankle is not impressive? Yeah. You know, the white, the Wright brothers could have crashed their plane. <laughs> Shouldn't have done it. That's not yeah, impressive. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, uh, one time before recording, Dylan made me watch, like, a 10-minute snooker video of just, like, this really cocky, like, maybe the best snooker player on the planet. Just uh, winning. Oh, he was going to win a tournament, uh, but the prize money wasn't high enough, and he, <laughs> he kept asking, like, if they would – offer more and they said no so he just like quit right before he won oh my god that's that's something there's like english british sports i'm gonna use the sports in quotes like there is a there like bbc one i think will just air darts (laughs) and i'm gonna be honest it's one of the most compelling things i've ever watched because the guy Mm. goes up there and just and he's just nailing them every single time. And I'm sitting there like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do that? Yeah, darts is kind of sick. It's sort of like um, bowling, but like an overhand style bowling, you know? Yeah, it's like that guy that bowls and he just yells. You see that guy? <laughs> um, Surprisingly, no. I have watched a lot of professional bowling in my time. I Yeah, we live near where the home of professional bowling is mm-hmm. the thunderbolt thunderbolt i was at a red robin in ohio once already a sad story <laughs> and the tv was tuned to espn3 and son of a bitch it said allen park michigan yeah thunderbolt i was like i can't get away from this place i honestly am not a thunder i don't really like thunderbolt i prefer just about every other bowl yeah <laughs> in, the, in the area <laughs> Uh, I remember the guy who I only would, go when it's cosmic bowling. That's the right. <laughs> that's way the to only do time. It. It. Uh, it's it, it, co- uh, can we be honest? Cosmic bowling should be the standard. Yeah, everyone thinks it's more fun except for s- snobs who need regular bowling. Big mm-hmm. Lebowski, they should have been going for cosmic bowling. You're correct. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I don't know. I, See all the like cum stands on the dude's robe be such oh a yeah fan at it. <laughs> every bowling thing is just in like black light oh my god all right uh the copy dan cut this out copyright that uh my idea mm-hmm. 
uh, gonna, Cosmic Lebowski. I'm going to get the... Uh, all right. So I've been rewatching the Star Wars movies, and I downloaded... The last one I watched was A New Hope, but it was the... Um, it's called, like, 4K77, where someone, like, remastered it in 4K, and also... I don't know. It was, like, the original, original cut of the movie. Yeah. Or like all the effects are like the original effects and stuff. It was pretty sweet, but uh, yeah, you know, do do something like that for uh for the Lebowski is what I'm saying. Um, I think Bill Goldberg should be in Star Wars. Who? Bill, Bill Goldberg? Goldberg. All right, Dan, He's set a... your mind back to the the like 1997. Okay. And imagine I was three. this huge guy who used to be a football player comes out. He doesn't say anything. And he gets walked to the wrestling ring with an escort of police officers because you don't know what this guy's going to do. And he comes out and he starts punching the air as explosions are happening. And the man inhales all the smoke next to him and then exhales it through his nose. And then he gets to the ring where some guy named Bobby Salsa or something is waiting. And that he, he doesn't beat that. He kills the man. He murders him in three minutes. He pins him. Want clean, <laughs> and then he does that 150 times in a row. And you tell me that that man isn't the most over man in professional wrestling. Goldberg is so goddamn cool. The most successful Jewish professional wrestler it's of all true. time. It's true. So, it's damn true. Okay, so who would he play in Star Wars? Oh, I don't give a shit. Oh, uh, Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Yeah. No, no, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He... Darth Vader sees him and shits his pants. <laughs> yeah. He sees the police escort like, coming. He's like, where's where his lightsaber? Yeah. It's the scene in Empire. They're on the walkway, and Goldberg just spears him into the, into the <laughs> They pit, both go into the pit. Yeah. And then Bill is never seen again, but it's like he conquered... <laughs> He conquered the Sith. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's Return of the Jedi. Uh, he's walking with Darth Vader to see the Emperor. He F fives or not F uh, he Jack hammers Darth Vader down into the pit, and then he turns to the Emperor and goes, "Who's next?" <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Bill Goldberg. Goldberg is like like Gilbert. Almost like Bill Gil- Goldberg Gil- super kicks Boba Fett and ends his career yeah. forever with concussions. <laughs> Boba Fett, the Bret Hart of Star Wars. <laughs> um, no, legitimately, like Goldberg is an example of like absolutely no talent. Completely. That's why he had like a two move list: he, the spear, the jackhammer. It's over. But, uh, even I, a person who knows he can't do anything. Mm-hmm. get so excited when I see him come out because you know you're going to see a weird freak of nature destroy something. And mm-hmm. that's super cool. And they ruined him when he came to WWF because, A, they put him in matches that went longer than five minutes mm-hmm. and he's a big dude who would just get so tired and he's just... <gasps> <gasps> so you, have this, you have this beast in car who's dying in the ring. And then they, like, they put him with comedy things. And it's like, no, he shouldn't talk. He shouldn't say anything. He should just come out and kill a guy. Mm-hmm. It should be like it's it, it's it, to be gruesome. It's the equivalent of it, I'm sure if you're at the Roman Colosseum, they let a lion out and eat a guy. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. Okay. Well, hey, hey, about him doing comedy, he did do Mad TV Hanukkah with Goldberg. That's, <laughs> That's very funny. I really like. Uh, did you have you ever seen the Mad TV with Bret Hart? Where, no. Like he gets it, he almost. Like breaks Mad TV kayfabe and starts getting really pissed at people. <laughs> like uh, uh, he's like, 
I can't remember her name. Well, he's holding one of them in like a chokehold. And she's like, ow, that actually hurts. And like, they have to break it up real quick. Oh. And like, they're like, it's not funny. And Bret Hart's like, screw it. That was when he was heel. And it's like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> it's like legit. It's freaky. It's great. Bret Hart, probably the best TV appearances because he was also on The Simpsons. Yeah. And smells like, like, it smells man. like old man in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bret Hart is kind of hilarious. Like, just him, like, in. It's him talking shit about people. He's uh, he's a savage. I really like Bret Hart because I think he might be crazy <laughs> yeah. in a way. Because anytime he would lose a match, like you would see him mouthing in the ring, he's like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah, like he was pissed, and you're like Bret, it's scripted. You knew you were losing going into this, <laughs> except for the screwdriver. <laughs> no, this was just like a match in like 1991 against the Rockers or something. And it's like, yeah, he just loses, and he's like, "God damn!" <laughs> and it's like, Bret, it's okay. It's okay. It was great. I, I and then you like you hear stories where uh, he was he trained and he's from Calgary and his father was a was a famous uh, wrestling guy, Stu Hart. They had their own. They had Stampede Pro Wrestling up there in Calgary, and he would train people. They'd wrestle in, during like a real Stampede. <laughs> uh, Stu was. Some say they saw some Hart fans wrestling at Astro World. Oh no! Heart family members wrestling. If the heart family was there, they would have stopped. Some they were like, people. Mm-hmm. "Yeah, let's rage." Yeah. Um, the the basement of the heart family was called the heart family dungeon, and it was mm. an unpadded room where where <laughs> uh, Stu would just grab people and and he would stretch them. I'm gonna stretch you, <laughs> and he's just actually wrestling with people on the floor, and some of the best <laughs> professional wrestlers came out of that. Brett and Owen, Chris Jericho, Benoit. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, it's it, it, weird. I, I love wrestling's great because it's so stupid. I love it so much. Yeah, it's the dumbest. I was gonna make a dark Benoit joke that moments on his last days he just kept hearing, oh, "I'm gonna stretch, stretch him." <laughs> <And echo. laughs> yeah, oh, that's such a sad story. I, uh, that's uh, why, dude, I hate watching wrestling sometimes too. So dude's getting hit in the head and you're like <laughs> and I was like oh it turns out that guy's got dementia now he's 35 and has the brain of an 80 year old great mankind taking 10 consecutive chair shots to the head and you you seen that movie the documentary Beyond where, the Mat Beyond the Mat where his kids are crying I thought he was happening. dead yes it's horrible yeah what a great sport <laughs> they should Dan, wear I'm sorry I know you hate wrestling yeah. no that's fine um Every time we talk about wrestling for over a second, I'm like, "What's, uh, what's going on in the yeah. No, that's why I like. That's why uh, I was upset when you were talking about. I saw the gobbledygooker on one of the episode thumbnails. Oh. I was like, "Wasn't there for that person you really? That was Hector Guerrero." Yeah, the, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, met, I don't remember if I mentioned yeah. that at all. I, it was it was mm-hmm. Hector Guerrero. The Guerreros so, are kind of like the Hart family, but uh, of, South Texas. Of, yeah, of El Paso. So here you have this legendary family, and they put one of the guys in a chicken suit. Yeah. <laughs> The same day this the renowned family like yeah. dynasty. Yeah, the same day the Undertaker debuts, and the funny the funny what if is imagine if the Undertaker was in that egg. If he ha- yeah he hatched <laughs> out of that, but as the American badass, he's on a chopper. Oh no, that's <laughs> such a funny thing. Why does this undead wizard turn into a guy a, that really new, likes Limp Bizkit? Yeah, a new metal biker. Just one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> Big evil. <laughs> Oh. He comes back fat too. Yeah. Cause he went off the air for a while and he came back with a paunch. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to. He's like coming talking to him. Like, Listen here, boss man. Yeah. It's like. 
Oh, and then he hangs Boss Man. When the heck, have you seen that? Uh, at yeah. The Hell in the Cell, where he wraps the cage, lifts up, and bo- Big Boss Man has the noose around his neck, and they hang him live on TV. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? I think that was similar to. Uh, I think that was around the time too when there was like a a, a bone yard dog match. I can't remember what it was called. It was like a dog match, and it was there was a cage and a regular steel cage, a Hell in a Cell cage, and between the two was a bunch of dogs. What? And the dogs were gonna attack you <coughs> if you got out, no. but the dogs were just very nice, okay. and they like kept either trying to have sex with each other or they were kind of like scared because it was big and they were just pooping all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and so these dogs weren't attacking people at all, and it just completely falls apart. I can't remember. It's Big Boss Man and someone else. I can't. Remember. It's very funny. Wrestling's bad. I love it. <laughs> One of my favorite things. Um, I think in an ECW documentary they were like talking about times that the WWF ripped off ECW. And one of the funniest instances that they talk about is uh, Undertaker crucifying Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. being a direct parallel of Raven crucifying Sandman. And it's funny, like, they ripped that off. It's like, well, yeah, but Sandman being crucified by Raven was one of the most unpopular moments yeah. on the entire show. And you're like, they stole that from us. Yeah, it, it was Why are you super taking credit for that? I, and I think, like, they, they don't show it anymore because either I don't remember if it's Raven or Sandman or maybe it's even both where they're like, I, I think they're now, like, more into Christianity, and they're like, "Yeah, I'd never show that again. I, I hate that." I what do you mean, crucified? Like in the in the biblical sense? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Like they put him on a cross and put a barbed wire crown around Sandman's yeah. head. Yeah. Sandman, the Doug Stanhope of ECW. Yeah. Say, oh, what does that mean? He's like uh, his gimmick was that he would uh, drink like a whole beer before coming, to, like on his way to the ring, coming to uh, enter right, Sandman okay. smoking a cigarette yeah. Yeah. Dan, I in want Zumba you... pants. <laughs> yeah, Dan, I want you to imagine mm. you're sitting in uh, the ECW arena in scenic... Uh, it, which is also a bingo hall. Yes. Okay. And you're sitting there, and there's probably like a really not very good Tommy Dreamer match that just happened, mm-hmm. uh, or a Just Incredible match. Oh, God. And you're sitting there, and then all of a sudden you just hear, and everyone, literally everyone starts pissing and shitting themselves. With excitement. And you're like, where is he? Where is he? There's a spotlight going around. And then out from the rafters comes just a very uninteresting, dumpy blonde man with a kendo stick in one hand and a beer in the other, and then he starts smashing the beer Imagine on his Imagine the drunkest, meanest man you've ever seen <laughs> yeah. with a barbed wire wrap-around arm tattoo. Yeah. Okay. And he starts smashing a beer on his head, usually draws blood, mm-hmm. opens the beer, drinks it. Then he walks up to you, Dan, and okay. you've got your choice of alcoholic beverage, and he just takes it from you and pours it on himself. Mm-hmm. And instead of being pissed, you love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same man. Okay. And then he proceeds to wrestle and is not very good <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he is. I'm he's so surprised. he's terribly unathletic. There's one match reportedly where he took two hits of acid and wrestled a guy. Yep. He, in a uh, match where they're climbing ladders. By the way, yeah, he is the epitome of uh, style over substance. He's like Goldberg, but different. Everything mm-hmm. is super loose with him. Yeah, his most athletic move is a front somersault that looks graceless as hell. <laughs> yeah. ECW is weird. Because then after that, you would have, like, a barn burner between Super Crazy and someone else. And yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Or, like, Jap- or, hardcore Japanese wrestling. Yeah, Masato Tanaka yeah. versus Mike Awesome. Yeah. Can I talk about Mike Awesome and his horrible gimmicks and WCW? 
Yeah, maybe we should. But after this, maybe we should move okay. on. Yeah, we after that, we'll lot. table the wrestling. Discussion. I think I think Dan will enjoy this. Okay. So he shows up in ECW. This is a very large man who's notorious for like hurting people. Wait, he is wait what's his name? Mike Awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think in ECW uh, or in, J- in Japan, he wrestled as the Gladiator. Yeah. Okay. He's just massive dude, like he, Florida. He looks like a guy who'd be friends with Kenny Powers. Yeah, he okay. power bombs people. He's he's notorious. He's kind of unsafe. He always like, but it always makes it look incredible. He's super crazy over guy. He's ECW champion when he jumped ship to WCW. Huge deal. Never happened before. Oh my god, what's happening? And then his gimmick becomes that '70s guy. Mm. He's a guy that loves the '70s. Okay. And he starts hanging out with Gary Coleman, that famous 80s actor. <laughs> and then he gets into a feud with ICP okay. and proceeds to almost kill, I think, uh, 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 Violent J by powerbombing him onto his 70s bus. And Violent J slips off the top of the bus and lands right on his head. <laughs> and then they go, ah, Mike, maybe this gimmick isn't great for you in hindsight. Maybe we should do something else. So he then becomes Mike Awesome, the fat chick thriller. <laughs> and his gimmick is he likes big women. <laughs> that's his whole gimmick. Is he really likes large ladies. He gets he's called the fat chick thriller, Mike Awesome. And the WCW goes out of business. <laughs> uh, it's I think my favorite ECW gimmick though. Not WCW, because I don't give a shit about ladies. It's late WCW. Is the Dudley family? Yeah, uh, uh, si- he said table the wrestling discussion, and that just drew to mind get the tables. <laughs> there was uh, this group of large men in tie dye shirts, overalls, and broken glasses. All of them brothers. Yeah. Right. I, I I'm d- vaguely familiar with the Dudley yeah. brothers. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. They rock. Yeah. Now we can move on. Okay. Now that that's done. Time to talk about boxing. No. <laughs> Uh, so now we don't have anything else to talk about. Uh, Dan, you like baseball? Yeah. <laughs> Seen a good pitchers lately. <laughs> I like that guy who lives in the van who pitches for Detroit. Yeah. I don't know if he still does. I think he does. I know nothing of baseball. I that baseball is so awesome. Well, even usually if, they live in vans. Even when I'm wearing this hat, I know nothing of baseball. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you a Mets fan? I'm, I'm sorry. Fan of these hats. Oh. <laughs> That's something that I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do uh, when I move. Do I have to become a Philadelphia fan? Who are they? Yeah. The, who are they, the Phillies? Uh, baseball Phillies, yeah. They're the Phillies, the 76ers, the Eagles, and the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I believe it's just the Sixers now. Yeah, well, not a, not my America. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like... I don't know, and all those like the Eagles won recently, but I, I, I don't know. I just have a sick Philadelphia Eagles hat. If I still had it, I'd give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I, my yeah. dog ate it. No, oh. uh, I could still, I could still wear it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, you were going to talk about critters, Ed? I was. I don't know if we're gonna. Uh, there's a pet store in Downriver, mm-hmm. and uh. I think it's most notorious for everybody because everybody knows it as that place that had an alligator. Yeah. 
uh, or the sketchiest place I've ever really been in. I do not. I every time I walked into that place, bad vibes. I wouldn't say the animals were being abused. I was saying they could have been better off. Probably. In maybe like a sewer system or something. <laughs> I uh, only went there when I was really young, a bunch of times because my dad was into. He has some fish tanks. So. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I had a similar thing. I only went there when I needed an obscure thing for a guinea pig, mm-hmm. and PetSmart wasn't about to carry it. So, I think what was iconic about this place is it had a downriver vibe I love, which I call a paint over some bricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of places downriver that had the art style of mm, paint over some bricks. Yeah. The other one that comes to mind is that bookstore that had the Incredible Hulk and Spider Man. Yeah. Yes. The book, book bin. Yeah, yeah. That is sadly, I think that's been painted over. Uh, I don't believe it's there, which probably. sucks. That was a very good landmark for where mm-hmm. I knew I was. Yeah. Yeah. It had like. Like a quarter of it was all comic books. That was my go-to comic book store at a very young age before yeah. you know Big Ben's. Yeah. Which. What about Magina's? Did they have a painted? Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Also, was, uh, old man labor uh, studying over some books. Yeah. yeah. I I I liked the aesthetic. That was a very good store. I, I liked the yeah. a- aesthetic of cartoon character painted on a wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mickey Mouse also featured, which was yeah, confusing yeah, to me because yeah. I'm like, he's not a comic book. Character. Oh, the Mickey Mouse <laughs> comics are huge. That's where like uh, Scrooge McDuck and and all that stuff really took off. Was in Mickey Mouse, right? Comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that to say, the mascot for this pet store was a little spider, mm-hmm. a little cartoon spider wearing shoes. Arguably a big spider. That's true. <laughs> One shoe always untied, and this was a building that was blue. Uh, yes, and he was painted on the wall. Now it looks like a microbrewery. Yeah. Really? What are they yeah. doing? Did they, they paint was over it? There, well, there was also like a, a man with a huge mustache, a pith helmet that obscured his that eyes. That was the Murray's logo. That was Murray's No logo. way. No way. They oh, had it at right Critters, then. too. Yeah, yeah. And he had the alligator on the leash. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. That alligator. <laughs> yeah. The pith helmet. And he had like a parrot on his shoulder. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Now it looks like a beer garden. It's got the exposed rafters hanging out. It's got like stucco. And guess what they did to my beautiful baby boy, the painted spider? They made a 10th grade art project, paper mache version of him. And he's just stapled to the front. What? And he's horrifying. He's a 3D model now. This is where we're at. Yeah, well, this is the problem with modern architecture. Yeah. Did they paint over the mirror? The oh, yeah. Oh. It's a white, <clears throat> like, plaster building with, like, the exposed wooden rafters and stuff sticking out. And there he is, three-dimensional, lifelike, not a beautiful artistic rendition. Not a beautiful animal. Horrifying. A staple of this area ripped away from him. I checked. I don't think they even have an alligator anymore. They, they've been uh, stripping away. I mean, ever since they got rid of the dinosaur food court at the mall. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, I am of the opinion that... Uh, Downriver, for as horrible as people claim it is, is a unique cultural icon. And every time I see it try and become Ferndale or or Oak, anything in Oakland County, I get sad. I hate Oakland County. I don't I'm think gonna, I've ever been there. I'm going to get on my soapbox <clears throat> real quick. Oakland mm-hmm. County, probably where Hell's Mouth is. Probably. You ever driven in Oakland County? 
You know, there's an intersection called Commerce and Commerce at Commerce. <laughs> My God, I didn't know that. You wanna? I, I've never wanted to get just get rid of it. Bye bye, bye bye, Oakland County. Bye bye. <laughs> you know why I said it in that voice? Guess who they voted for? Terrible place. Elbrooks Patterson. You're correct. Terrible place. Oakland County, more like Oakland. <laughs> Hate it. You ever drive in Oakland County? Impossible. Six ninety six. Sucks ninety sucks. <laughs> A mess. Awful. Sucks Eight. ninety dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Your goddamn Pontiac's fine. No problem with Pontiac. The rest of that place, though, uh, you know, you know, you know how you're in a bad area when the city sounds like it's named after a rich guy's child. Madison Heights. Yeah. Rochester. Oh, mm. Kid Rock's home. That's Romeo. <laughs> Romeo. Romeo. Rochester. Romeo. And look, look, look at Kid Rock. Kid Rock is the perfect example. That's Macomb County, but same thing, really. Yeah. Uh, these northern suburbanites. Trying to steal the cultural wealth that is downriver. Yeah, they try to claim like they're from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like Kid Rock never shuts up about I'm from Detroit. Yeah. And it's like, you know, being from Lincoln Park off Fourth Street, I'm down the road from Detroit. Yeah. And you don't see me mouthing off. Yeah. <laughs> I Romeo is so far. It is so far. That is my stand. You have to get on some interstates to get to Detroit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I I think I think downriver is uh disgusting and awful and i think that's what gives it its charm and i oh, love yeah. it for that i yeah. love how many buildings around here have not been updated in decades like a lot of the civil like a lot of the like civic buildings yeah. in, in lincoln park are just like like the library looks like you'd expect a library to look like in a stephen king book yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if a building in this in this area doesn't have asbestos in it it's yeah. not worth it i mm-hmm. think they still have microfilm at yeah. lincoln park library they do yeah <laughs> the museum or the city hall i went in there one time and it's like why why is it so like there's no open spaces yeah it's all like extremely claustrophobic yeah it's fun i went to an office there to get an application for the library and it had no windows oh god (laughs) (laughs) a soulless yeah that's fun yeah a lot of people do hate on don river but uh i appreciate your optimism about i'm also i got Working away Cultural from Down has made me, like, I think Alan Moore once had a quote that was like, a place becomes more livable when you uh, inject it with your own self-created mythology. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true of Down River. I think I've been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. Well, and being all, removed from it, I become more... I think the history, is, like, you look at the history, and I'm going to be socio-political. Where do the workers go? They go downriver. Where do the managers and bosses go? Oakland County. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you? That tells you all you need to know about the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. One of them, you can go park anywhere, buy a bad hot dog, and go home. Go to Ferndale, pay $10 for parking, get mm-hmm. lost. Go drink a $12 yeah. IPA. Mm-hmm. And then have five of them. Yeah, and then realize that drunk drive home yeah drunk drive <laughs> uh crash into everybody on the bad roads in oakland county mm. every near accident i've had has been in oakland county i swear to god bad place yeah remember we just went to a show the loving touch david I had to pay to park in like the library parking lot yeah and, and, and that part I, every time i go to the loving touch i feel like i'm breaking the law because i don't know where to park yeah 
And it's like it, after 9 p.m. you can park here, but only if you're attending this bar at this time. I hate it. I I generally like the Loving Touch, but they I also, think it's an okay venue. Yeah. They also don't have a box office. What the hell? Yeah. I was I almost I was uh I was across the street from the uh Majestic the day Jeff Rosenstock was there. Mm. I almost just walked up and bought a ticket cuz I could. Cuz you can. Yeah, I I almost I, did. I think the show was sold out, but uh I actually don't think it was oh, really? that early. I was there at like 10 a.m. So I, oh, okay. I was cuz I was at, I was uh I was doing my job properly uh, on you, break. You were at oh the... no, actually I wasn't. I wasn't. I was I was actually just hanging out with somebody. Yeah. I wasn't at work playing hooky. Um, Man, I had to buy tickets for Weird Al yesterday uh, at the Fisher Theater. This fucking Ticketmaster app sucks ass. Yeah. No, no controversy saying that Ticketmaster sucks ass, but I like confirm my purchase and their like little timer for holding on to the more tickets ticket just ticked down for eight more minutes. Like ass sucker master. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good one, David. Got him. <laughs> that was a really good one. Live nation, more like hand job nation. All right, good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Astro mm-hmm. world, more like ass world. <laughs> Nine people died. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rip. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, that's that's my soapbox. Cool. I had to get that out before I moved to Philadelphia, and I started talking like this. Mm. I gotta drink the water. Uh, I think it probably will. I think it, I think, I think I'm too kind to, uh, not just start adopting those things. Cause I also don't want to be made fun of. Right. When people are like, why do you talk like that? And you're like, like, I don't understand. I know. (laughs) You're like, I don't understand. I'm not talking any different way. I don't understand (laughs) your thick Philadelphia (laughs) accent. I don't think we have that. I don't notice any... There's a couple of little things we have. We're all very nasal people here. Yeah, it's true. I do catch myself sounding vaguely Canadian sometimes. Oh yeah, it happens every now and again. Mm-hmm. Got to go down to the Timmy's. It's Tim Hortons it. in Philadelphia. Let me tell you. Let me get on a soapbox again. No Tim Hortons in Iowa. No White Castle in Iowa. Mm-mm. White Castle. Pretty good, I think. I what like if, it. We're talking about like um, fast food wars, and uh, what if White Castle takes over in like five years? White Castle's cheap, mm. and given that I think that we're on the verge of everything falling apart, uh, I think that's going to serve them well. Mm-hmm. Because those are burgers for very cheap, and you can eat about fifteen of them. And then you have the added fun of horrible diarrhea the next day. I one Which time, Taco Bell gives you too, so. That's true. One time I I, uh, I wasn't thinking, and I had a date, like, the next day after I ate White Castle. Yeah. One of the worst choices I've ever made. You ever have diarrhea during a date? Don't mm, recommend it. I recall. Don't recommend going on a date after eating White Castle because you will have to excuse yourself a lot. And then the person you're on the date with will think you have a weird butt problem. Mm. And I did have a weird butt problem. It was called diarrhea. You'll also be pale and sweaty. I probably looked awful. <laughs> I, oh, bad time. There's my tip of the week, everybody. Have White Castle on vacation. Uh, let's see, what day is this episode going to come out? 
it's gonna be a few days before Christmas. Uh, I've been I've been trying to find like alternative Christmas movies to watch. So I watched Elves the other night. You ever is that heard? The scary, is that the like scary one? I mean, did uh, Red a, Letter Media review Elves? They did, okay. yeah, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I I, I found it on YouTube. Yeah, I you know I went through a bad movie list the other day. And I, I saw that. I got a few for you, Dan. That's a fun one. Before you get into your Elves review, check out Christmas Evil. I've, yeah, I've heard of that one. What's I think it's Deadly Games. I've uh, also heard of that one. You heard of that one? Yeah. The French one? Mm-hmm. That movie is awesome. Is it? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Talk about this. Mm. It's got a kid in it who's got hair like Nick Cave. <laughs> I'm not totally sure that I understood what was happening in Elves. It had something to do with... Um, there's like an incest angle and like some teen girls accidentally resurrect like an elf from the ground and I think his goal is to impregnate one of the girls but it's like a Nazi elf I remember that they were Nazi elves that's about all I remember uh and some beefy guy plays a mall Santa but I can't remember which guy it is uh, and I'm also in my head mixing up because I watched Bad Santa the following day I'm mixing up elements of Bad Santa with elves so, is is Bad Santa the um, the Billy Bob Thornton one? Yeah. Okay. I kind of like that one actually. Because, you know, we were talking about someone earlier, and if you're looking for a movie, mm-hmm. Santa Slay stars Bill Goldberg. Whoa! As Santa. Oh, really? Bill Goldberg. At, well, I forgot he's also in Longest Yard. <laughs> he, yeah, Bill Goldberg as Santa. Terrible movie. He murders people. He sucks at it. Is he giving him the jackhammer? I think he might. Actually. <laughs> I think he legitimately might do wrestling moves. So, Santa's sleigh. Spelt, of course, S L A Y. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to be my next question. Yeah. Uh, Bill Goldberg is in that one. Wow. That's good, uh, that's good stuff, dude. I saw... I really like watching really bad Lifetime Christmas movies mm. because they tend to have a... a undercurrent of evil mm-hmm. that really gets me in the mood for an actually like festive thing yeah um, really recommend that I saw one uh, I saw one and it was called New Year's Kiss but I th- it was only revolving around Christmas <laughs> and uh, Santa tried to set these two people up but he refused to talk to them in any kind of way and there was one guitar riff that played the entire movie and I started going crazy at around the 45-minute mark. This is an hour-and-a-half movie. The main couple of the movie meets 50 minutes into the movie. <laughs> and I wanted to jump off a building. That rules. Highly recommend. I wanted to jump off critters. Yeah. yeah I, found, yeah. I wanted dive. to jump off the big tire. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that big tire was in a Wings music video? I wanted to. No. Yeah. I don't know. Did you guys know Reagan spoke on top of Sears? Uh, see, this is your your mom's uh, memory, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Sears in Lincoln Park. Yeah. I, I've asked my parents about this; they don't remember Hold anything about that. that. Look it up because I never questioned it. I was like, oh, I guess Reagan spoke. Maybe it was just a guy. What, oh, that'd be funny if it was like someone pretending saying they're Ronald Reagan. Hello, um, hello, everybody. My I'm, mom is like, oh my god, it's so cool. I'm very interested in that large boy across <laughs> the highway. <laughs> I think he makes a mean burger. 
Mm-hmm. That place closed. That big boy closed. No. There's nothing in that whole thing. Iconic <laughs> shopping center. Now just the, 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 a Bank of America. There was a, wasn't there a, like a, a star theater there, too? Yeah. Yeah. That always I never went mesmerized there. me. It's like, how'd they fit all those screens? There mm-hmm. was a, and, uh, there was a Farmer Jack right next to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot there was another Farmer Jack. Now it's just like a football field. Now it's, now oh, my God. Your mom is correct. Every time someone mentions Reagan, she's like, I think it's cool that he's fucking on the <laughs> Time has run out for a desolate downriver shopping center. This is from the Free Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, it housed dozens of stores, many long out of business, and hosted a rain-soaked re-election rally for President Ronald Reagan in 1984. Hmm. My mom is, like, very apolitical. <laughs> Her only point of reference for Ronald Reagan is that he spoke on top of the Sears Tower, and I was there because I worked at Sears at the time. Honestly, I feel like that's not, most people's politics. Not the Sears Tower. No, it was the, the, the Sears <laughs> Water Tower. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I said, you know what I mean. I think, honestly, I think that's most people. That was most people's reference for politics, and I think that was there's something kind of nice about that where yeah. it's like you lived in an America where your favorite president was Ronald Reagan because he visited Sears. Yeah. And or you like Jimmy Carter because his brother has a pretty good beard. Yeah, company. yeah. You just like kind of whoever was president because they were pre- president. Yeah. You know? and I, 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 it's my favorite. There is an innocence to that. Subtle yeah. joke from Cheers is that one of the characters, Cliff Clavin, is just a fan of whoever's president because they go to his apartment various times during the show and whatever, you, like it's Reagan a couple times and then it's George H.W. Bush and then by the end it's Bill Clinton mm-hmm. are like hung up on the wall. Yeah, I I feel like that that is a thing that will never happen ever again. Probably not. And uh, arguably that's probably for the better, but also it's probably just less fun because Ronald Reagan spoke at Sears once. I didn't know that. I like that. That's a fun fact. I'm going to think about that every time I go to the bank and go, nothing else is here. I wonder if John Hinckley was anywhere near. I mean, that would have been the easiest point for, you know... That may have been the he could have been up on the tower. Yeah, he got he's perched on the tower. Yeah, you just see a glint from the top yeah. of the tower. I used to go to that Sears quite often. I yeah, that Sears was all right. Yeah, I went to that. I went to that Sears. Bought a Christmas gift at that Sears. I remember that. Yeah, a lower level, right? Like a basement. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. That's where my dentist was. For a period of time. In the basement of, of the Sears? No. In like the, it was like yeah. a little hallway uh, off to the side. That was a cool building now that I think, because it also had the auto center right attached yeah. to it. So like you could buy tires and then go to the dentist mm-hmm. and then uh, watch uh, President Reagan talk about something horrible probably. And go to Saunders and get a cream puff. Oh go God. see Mac and mm-hmm. me at the Star Theater. Yeah, and yeah. then go around. Oh my God. And then go to KB Toys and buy a Venom oh, action figure. Oh, that KB Toys that was there. Yeah, buy a Venom action figure that your older brother, who was too old for toys, would take and say that, no, this is mine, I bought it. And then you go get a big Buford at the big boy. Yeah. Or you go across the street to the chicken shack. I think that's still there, though. Yeah, it is still there. Thank God. Yeah. And then, yeah. Nothing was funnier to me and my brother when we were, like, Eight and six, then the name of that restaurant. Which one? The Chicken the Shack. Chicken shack. That was... I don't know why it was so funny. Just like a shack full, of, like packed full of chickens. That's other stores that are gone now. Huh? I'm trying to think of other downriver stores that do not exist. Oh. Um... A lot of my favorites. Family Video. I mean, it's a whole chain that's gone, but. 
the freaking the modern the modern exchange not a store the gibraltar trade center gibraltar trade center i i what a horrible place but what a beautiful place i met well i met the soup nazi there Got a signed photo. There you go. I bought some very cool shit at the Gibraltar yeah. Trade Center. Oh, yeah. When they would have, like, a trading card show, I felt like I was in, like, I had reached Nirvana. That's one of those things where I feel like I squandered <clears throat> that being there. I never actually went. And I, I, me, because me in the past, freaked out by it. Me mm-hmm. now, longing for it. Yeah. Desperate I, for I it. I bought a talking Dennis Miller doll there one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's so dumb. I love that. Yeah. I, that's, oh. Do you still have it? No, I don't think I do. I think oh. I figured out who Dennis Miller was, and I threw it away. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, now that the Taylor Town Center is kind of like the sad substitute for it, Gibraltar. Yeah, I went there. I went there a couple months ago, and I walked in, and I just turned around and I walked out because I was sad. Because mm-hmm. there were like, it was also like there were like half-ass COVID restrictions in place. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could tell that people weren't happy about it. And I, for some odd reason, that made me unhappy about it, despite the fact that I was very happy. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I just turned around and walked out. Yeah. I remember one time, like, having the ideation to steal 12 copies of The Dog Father by Snoop Dogg at the Taylortown Trade Center one time. <laughs> what? Did you? I didn't, but I like, no. was, like, holding a stack and no one was at the stand. And I'm like, I could take one or maybe all of these yeah. if I wanted to. And then you could have handed them out. Yeah. yeah, I was like a teenager, so like, still not above shoplifting. Yeah, um, I didn't, and I think it would have been legendary if I had. I bought they a probably PS. Wouldn't even notice. They're probably not. Like, where they probably have fifty more in the bag. <laughs> huh? Another twelve gone. Yeah, we'll replace them. I bought a PS Vita that smelled like cigarettes. There. That's awesome. For a hundred bucks. I bought Punch Drunk Love at the Taylor Town Trade Center. Nice. I think I bought an Eels album at the Taylor Trade Center. What are, what's that? Uh, you, the band Eels. All right, I'll stop talking. <laughs> 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 they do. Uh, they do uh, sad boy rock. I mm. think. I don't know how to classify it. It's not a very good album, but it was like a dollar, so I was like, I'll risk my money. Right. That's beautiful. Me mm-hmm. and my brothers found a stack of pornog- pornographic magazines with the issue of The Incredible Hulk thrown over the top to disguise That's it. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll buy so much shit for just like a dollar. It's unhealthy. Like I when, love it. When the threshold is I'm spending one dollar, yeah. I'll... Yeah, anytime there's like a one dollar CD thing at the record store or... They have one dollar CDs at the Redford Theater, and I I bought like oh. an Oasis CD. Oh, those like, are the best. I I feel like Oasis is the pinnacle of one dollar bands. Yeah, because I do not want to pay no seven fifty for yeah. an Oasis album. But I really like some of those songs. Yeah, one dollar that's worth it to yeah. me. Yeah, I'd buy that. I, uh, <laughs> Robocop. Robocop would never visit Oakland County. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, he'd go there. He wouldn't be, like, be able to control himself. Stop, creeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shoot off everyone's dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know why it's called Omnicore? Why? O stands for Oakland County. Mm-hmm. Evil Corporation probably started in. Remember that scene in Robocop 
where Albert from Twin Peaks is doing cocaine with those women. Yeah, very excited about having sex with smart women. Yes, and that then, scene, I think about that scene a lot. That oh, that whole scene is so good. When Red Foreman shows up yeah. and <laughs> blows him up. Uh, that movie <laughs> holds up and is still incredible. I it's love awesome, that movie. Man. Yeah, and I I think I would maybe love it just a tiny bit less if it weren't arbitrarily set in Detroit. Yeah, it's like kind like the only thing Detroit about it is that Red Foreman at one point is like, "Come on, Eric, I never miss the Tigers." Yeah, <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah, that's legit- yeah, that legitimately is about it. it. Robocop, I'm gonna stick my foot so far up your ass, I'm gonna touch your tongue. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like. Nowadays, like anytime something is set in Detroit, it has a gratuitous shot of three things: the big fist, mm-hmm. the spirit of Detroit, and for some godforsaken reason, the people mover. Yeah, and, and those are the three Detroit icons. <clears throat> that is the Trinity of Detroit. Never any Coney Island. Just... Yeah, no, that's too cultured. That requires them to do research. No, yeah, I went and saw a movie like last week called Come On, Come On, and it starts in Detroit. And yeah, it was one, two, three. Bang, movie, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. That movie about the Von Bondies? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> no, it's Guys like... Guys like uh, the Von Bondies? Never the Detroit the, Pistons basketball on I-94 or whichever, wherever Yeah, that is. the big marathon plant that's killing a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Sorry. shock. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't exist anymore. I know. We can't have WNBA in this city. The only uh, thing I know about the Von Bondies is the... Uh, Jack White bar fight story. Okay, I don't know that, but I'm going to just say, if you go on Wikipedia and you look up the Von Bondies or the White Stripes or, like, the Dirt Bombs, Mm -hmm. they will lead you to a thing that says the Detroit Rock Revival of 2003. That does not exist. (laughs) I refuse to believe that anyone at any point in time said, Von Bondies are bringing it back. (laughs) Yeah. What is the Von Bondies and Jack White story? Oh, just the singer got in a bar fight with Jack White. Jack White punched him in the face. Yeah, that sounds about right. He was yeah. like, is it right to leave? Come on, come on. That's why. That's, oh, okay. that's their biggest song. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the Detroit Rock Revival. That, that song you don't remember. Yeah. Well, I remember getting in a big argument with Joe once about the Strokes being part of a garage rock revival. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just I I just had just never heard that before. I think that was part of. I think that like the Detroit rock revival is like a a subset of that. Yeah. And I still think, if that was a real revival, would mean it was still alive, mm-hmm. and didn't just die when two years later everyone forgot about it. Yeah. And the only people that like it are people, like us or people that read Pitchfork. Mm-hmm. I won't lump us. I won't lump the two together. <laughs> but. Are the Strokes really garage rock? That was yeah. I mean for that one, was always my like It's New York City. There's no garage rock. There's yeah. no garages. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're correct. I, I I feel like at that point it's such a like it was just a term. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, this sound we think we can't use grunge anymore because that's passe, but it still mm-hmm. sounds kind of dirty. It's like it's in a garage. Yeah. And then you fart out a puff piece on whatever music magazine you still write for in 2001 and call it a day you get paid like two hundred thousand dollars a year yeah for some reason 10 years later the orwells are blazing (laughs) a new trail for garage rock legitimately and this is also someone who says that second orwells album's pretty goddamn good Mm -hmm. but 
Am I going to say it revitalized anything? Am I going to call that the birth of a new movie? No! Five people have listened to that album. I'm one of them. Sucks. And Stupid. Don't forget Burger Records. What mm. the fuck is Burger Records? <laughs> uh, I guess you were... Uh... Nah, you're about right. Yeah. Uh, did you guys do... I don't know how much y'all use Spotify. Did you guys do Spotify wrapped? I listen to YouTube. Okay. I don't really use Spotify at okay, all. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, that's the right choice because I think Spotify is horrifyingly evil in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, I only use it to find new music because there's no easy way to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, my Spotify wrapped sucked. Guess what my top genre was? Podcast. Alternative country. Oh. Okay. I want you to tell me what that means. What's alternative country? Mm. The uh... Sam Outlaw. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Deer Tick? No. A Towns Van Zandt. Oh. You know, one of the most important. Isn't he just country? You'd think. Hmm. John Prine? Oh, that's alternative country. I think when people say alt country, they actually mean like good country. Yeah, they just don't want to sound like that. Quality country. country. That's what it is. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not so much of a coward that I won't say that, but I will also say... And then I also liked Freak Folk. Mm. And then I felt like my reputation was on the line because I posted that to other people. And I feel like people now think that I'm some kind of weird hick that only listens to... Uh, you know what my third most listened to genre was? Psychobilly. Freak Folk. Oh. Mm. What's that? That's made up. Yeah, what is it? 2007? Ah. Anti-Folk and was And you're listening to too. Animal Collective? Yeah. You kids like... Jeffrey Lewis... I can tell you don't. <laughs> I don't know that guy. Because uh, I, I don't listen to stuff that I have, uh, I own on Spotify. Why would I? Mm-hmm. Convenience. For sure. No, it's not more convenient because i got to listen to an ad because I'm not going to pay for Spotify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had premium Spotify for three days just to listen to Atrocity Exhibition because it wasn't on YouTube at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anytime I listen to a new album on Spotify... Ruins everything. Really? I listened to... I was curious about... I think a new Drake album came out. And people were oh, like... Oh, Certified very, Lover Boy. People were like, it's very bad. And I was like, I'd love to hear how bad it she is. She says she a lesbian. I said, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then guess what? What? One of your most top listened to artists is Drake. <laughs> Drake. And I wanted to throw myself off a building. I don't even mind Drake, but it's not true. I don't... Eh. I yeah. like him on the sidelines at a Raptors game. You're right. You're <laughs> correct. It. Uh, Joe apparently um, this podcast was in his top one percent. He was one of the top one percent listeners on on Spotify. I listened on I listened on SoundCloud. I'm the guy that I'm the one listening. On oh everybody. really? Yeah, I'm okay. that guy. I was considering shutting down the SoundCloud, but I'll, I'll keep it going yeah, for you, Adam. You. I that's where I listen. Private to club it. for yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, let me just uh, let me just recommend that for everybody. No, don't. It's fine. Yeah, I, everyone, start listening. Stop listening on Spotify. Start listening on SoundCloud, so YouTube. I can justify keeping it. Yeah, and YouTube. I feel like I should start using the thumbnails for YouTube too. I just post the the artwork over and over for every YouTube upload. 
Yeah, I, I don't go to the SoundCloud, so I don't get to see what she posts as the pics. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I, that's how I, that's I get excited beforehand. That's how I was upset about the gobbledygooker. Right. Oh, because the picture was. God damn. It. Mm-hmm. I do. I like find. Sometimes finding the thumbnail is stressful because I'm like, I don't. What the what the fuck? Do I, but usually I'm like, okay, this is what it's gonna be. I know what this thumbnail is gonna be. I know what it's gonna it's be. It's gonna be a moon salt. Yeah, it's gotta be Ronald Reagan moon salt. <laughs> is there any pictures of that? <laughs> I can make it. Not the moon salt, but of him on the Sears Tower. I don't think there's a no because he wasn't on the Sears Tower. <laughs> okay, I keep saying the Sears on top of Sears. <laughs> I can. Top of I can. I, I might be able. I might be able to to make one. I might make Ronnie Reagan standing on the Sears Tower. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like. Like that seems stupid. Like, why not just get a stage? Like, he's on top of Sears, and it's like you can barely. See. He's like, I'm picturing Sears is kind of a tall building, right? From mm-hmm. what I remember, it's like two stories. Two stories. Yeah. yeah. I can picture. It's like I picture the Beatles on top of the 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 roof. That's Sears yeah. Tower. Yeah, and but instead it's Ronald Reagan and like, who's his vice president? Gerald? No, that, no. Mm-hmm. Geraldine. It was George H. W. Bush. I'm gonna go yeah. jump off. Oh God. I just picture him and Nancy and George up on the Sears. I just bought some great craftsman screwdrivers. Well, that's just very good, Ronald. That's That's just... I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. You guys... What's that uh, phone conversation that got recorded with George Washington? He's like... Well, I'm just pleased. George Washington, <laughs> yeah, George Bush. I'm I'm fucked today. I don't know. I'm oh I'm oh for nine on. This be oh well, you know when George uh, I uh, George Anheuser Bush was um you know he was uh, he was like well I'm just pleased that you called me on Christmas. You yeah, I that? can't remember who he's talking to. In that. Is that Nixon he's talking to? Uh, I, I think it's I think the, the call was related to Nixon. Yeah, I can't remember what, what I I. I I think it may have been with Nixon. I know exactly the one you're talking about. My favorite presidential phone call is still the um, LBJ. LBJ calling about pants. Um, uh, could you let the crotch out a little bit? <laughs> it gets a little tight around there, and it's great. And I love he's it. like, I feel like I'm riding a wire fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, oh, there's something I like about that. It's charming. Thank you, LBJ. Shouts out, LBJ. Shouts out. LBJ grew a mullet after he left the presidency. Really? He had a flowing mullet. Like Frazier Crane and yes. early Frazier. He's kind of, kind of, a little bit. Too much of a coward to have it while he was president. It's true. He would have done, he would have, he wouldn't have, uh, he would have won Vietnam if he had that mullet. He would have passed the new, the Great Society and he would have gotten out of Vietnam. Mullet should be the standard haircut for the military. You're correct. It's more aerodynamic than anything else. Mm-hmm. It's very regal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's a powerful look. If everyone's going to have the same haircut, at least make it something kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well you, got, you guys got anything else to talk about, or uh, should we wrap this one up? Quick, favorite president. For good or bad reason. doesn't have to be just like to think about. Because I, I, like, I feel like none of our presidents are really... Lovable. I kind of dig James K. Polk. That's a good choice. That's a good choice because what do you know that he did? Uh, just everything they mentioned that they may be giant song. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, my favorite is uh, 
He's a terrible president, probably arguably one of the worst. I love Richard Nixon so goddamn mm-hmm. much. Yeah, he's pretty good. I find him a fascinating person. I gotta go with HW. Not yeah. again for same reason you like Nixon. It's yeah. just he's such a shady character. A weird that he's history. fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, very interesting characters. I love that Nixon created the EPA. That's my favorite fact about him. Really, Richard Nixon, Richard Milhouse Nixon, man who probably uh, destroyed so many lives, started the war on drugs, also probably fixed a lot of the environmental problems of the nineteen seventies. <laughs> probably done more for the environment than any other uh, president. I didn't know that. Yeah, have you ever seen? Uh, I haven't. I seen love it, him now. But have yeah. you ever seen <laughs> yeah. uh, a Secret Honor? No, I haven't. Philip Baker Hall as Richard Nixon. It's a no. made-for-TV movie by Robert Altman. That's like uh. supposed to be. Like the night before he resigns, or something. have you seen that, Dan? No, I want to. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's a it's like a one man show type of movie. It's oh, just Philip Baker Hall, I believe, as Richard Nixon. I'm going nuts. Yeah, that's a good. That's oh, Nixon. Can't stand them. Very interesting. Try yeah, I liked the Elvis uh, and Nixon like movie that came out with Michael Shannon as Elvis. Who played Nixon? I don't remember. Uh, I can't remember now. It was kind of a good movie, though. It's uh, just a fun episode. I think about H.W. He was on a Megadeth album cover. Which, which one? <laughs> Rust in Peace. <laughs> oh. Cool. He's in, um, <laughs> what's, oh, Rude Awakening. <laughs> That's oh, the, yeah, he's, he's in the He's bed. the guy in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean I can't be president? <laughs> <laughs> he said that before dropping that guy. Oh, HW off the bed. <laughs> Dave Mustaine. Well. Oh, Nixon was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's oh, right. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! I remember that now. Ah, uh, oops. That's not great casting, to be honest. There's got to be more Nixon-like people in Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh. I never was really that into Kevin Spacey. Anyway. For instance, huh? For instance, uh, Steve Van Zandt. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> Yeah. Silvio is basically Italian bastard Nixon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Scottish, Liam Neeson. Scottish <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. There's already so many good cinematic portrayals of Nixon. I was going to say. Yeah, reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Turn on the old Nixon charm. Chris Farley. CGI Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Adam Sandler. I could see no, I could see I really like I really like the twenty thirty eight CG Chris Farley Nixon movie. <laughs> yeah, that'd I really be like awesome. it. Like you know that debate where they talk about how sweaty Nixon was, and it was, and it's the apocryphal thing where everyone who watched TV thought Nixon thought JFK won, but people who listened to the radio thought Nixon yeah. Won. Mm-hmm. I could picture 
large stressed out Chris Farley <laughs> being so funny as as sweaty Nixon. Yeah. And it's like he's freaking out and it's just like you just have real John F Kennedy there being normal, but then you just you put in Chris Farley as Nixon. A C- oh my god, this is the worst idea. I love it. This We got to stop the Reds. <laughs> 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 His Doesn't face it sound is like immediately Nick, like yeah. Yeah, it's, no, it's just Chris Farley. <laughs> yes. Kevin James is Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Two titans of comedy. Uh, he'll, he'll probably be dead by that point. So yeah, CG Kevin James. Yeah. Oh my God. John Belushi is yes. Kess- Kissinger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he does try and do the accent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> John Candy is Sparrow Agnew. Yes, mm-hmm. that's also very good. This is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. National Lampoons. Watergate. <laughs> yeah. In 2038, we got uh, a 70s publication. A Chevy Chase is several, yeah. several 80s and 90s male comedic leads. And uh, Kevin James, who will have passed the year the movie comes out. Yeah. And uh, didn't he filmed maybe uh, one scene and then they just CGI'd him for the rest of it? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it's old Kevin James, mm-hmm. and it's like in the middle of the movie, and before and after, he's the CG young version from King of Queens mm-hmm. in the UPS uniform. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one scene, one scene in the UPS in the uniform. Next one, he's Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, <laughs> zookeeper. Yeah, it's just, it's just, man. Why does uh? Why is he? Why is JFK just keep saying quotes from his from Kevin James movies? Like they didn't bother dubbing anything over. It's like instead of ask not what you can ask not what you can do. For Time to win this election. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Instead, he's just saying quotes from. I don't know any Kevin James quotes. Well, in King of Queens, everything is Ichion. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That mm-hmm. works. In the middle. Of, I hope uh, I don't fall victim to an assassination. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider can be somebody. Who oh. Would... Oswald. Yeah, that's what I was mm-hmm. thinking too. I couldn't think of the name. Lee Harvey Oswald is Rob Schneider. I can't believe I have to take the shot. <laughs> or two shots. <laughs> or was it three shots? David Spade is the second shooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. shoot him. Yeah. No, uh, uh, Just shoot him. Uh, yeah. Just do it. And then yeah. Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson as Mr. Bean, as the FBI agent who accidentally did shoot JFK. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean's on the Warren Commission. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're showing there's a Bruder film, and you just see Mr. Bean walk on screen. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean drives the car, and he, like, crashes it. He's like, oh, we got to get out of here, Mr. Kennedy. And he, like, flips the car on the grassy knoll. <laughs> no, Liam Neeson. Not Liam Neeson. Leslie Nelson. Leslie Nelson. He is in charge of the Warren Commission as as the naked gun. All right, uh, yeah. I have to do this investigation. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. In twenty thirty eight, we I think this movie will be ahead of its time. I, I still. This would be called America. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be <laughs> Oh. All right. Well we, we cast everyone. Now we just gotta write the script. Yeah. Next week, join us next week, or we'll probably we'll take it next week off, I suppose. Oh, uh, I don't know, dude. We've never taken a week off. That's true. We we're, we're here every week. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Mm-hmm. 
This will be the first. No, Christmas. we won't, because we'll be hard at work recording. Exactly. You would ne- just like the slaves, neglecting the our families. Workshop. Exactly. Uh, Dylan will probably be back for the next one. Oh, hey guys, I'm right here. <laughs> what the? I didn't see you there. I've been here the whole time. Wow, you stopped talking for once. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching Due Date again. He's watching Due Date. Yeah. Oh. yeah, he's watching Band of Brothers on his phone. Uh, all right. Probably end of there. Any final thoughts, Adam? Uh, catch me in. Philadelphia at the ECW arena. I'm going to be taking on Tommy Dreamer in a shut the hell up match. Why is that guy so weird and annoying? He was like, Ric Flair did nothing wrong showing his wiener to those girls. Ah!